Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Box Office Beatdown Show. As always, I am joined by, by my co-host. We have Larry from Allison Screen Talk. Larry, how are you? Hey, I'm doing all right. Very nice to hear from you. This is our first box office show of the new year. Happy New Year. Hey. Crazy. Crazy. It feels, feels so weird. 2021 box office is going to be so interesting um, with everything that's going down and whatnot. So, I mean, we'll see, we will see because we thought a lot of studios thought by this year, this was all going to be pretty good. Let's just play everything. But I don't know. It's not looking too bright as far yeah. as the, what I would say. So um, I don't know how it's going to go. You have any have any quick thoughts on 2021's box office before we get into the numbers uh, i mean i'm nervous <laughs> i'm so nervous I, yeah. yeah yeah so am i because i don't really know we just we just don't really know how things are gonna go uh do you see any p- movies potentially being delayed again Cause like once what's the next big movie like the next big release Check. Uh, I think big one March yeah, maybe check. okay um yeah if it's March let me see 2021 movie releases isn't it Shang-Chi or something like that I think it was okay so January we have nothing uh, February we just have like some yeah. of the indies uh, March we have Raya and the Last Dragon but that's Disney Plus. Uh, Chaos Walking. That's a big release. Uh, okay, April is actually it's actually No Time to Die is the next big one. Oh, there we go. And that's in April, so I'm very interested to see how that one does. Also, April is uh, um, is A Quiet Place Part Two, um, and then May is our next big release with Black Widow. So okay. it'll be really, really interesting to see how to see where we are by those months. But um, before we get into that, let's get into the top five of the weekend. Uh, we have so uh, we have the top five for January first, the first weekend of the new year. Uh, we had we had already had the release the the week prior for Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. So without further ado, Larry, why don't you tell us what came in number one? So, coming in at number one was Wonder Woman 1984, but it fell a hefty 67% in its second week of release for $5.5 million. That does bring Wonder Woman 1984's domestic total up to $28.5 million and a new worldwide total of $118.5 million. So that is one of the worst drops for a DCEU film. Like right up there with Batman v Superman. Uh yeah, I um I don't even know what to make of that because that is a that's a really bad drop. Uh we we talked last week how I we both just assumed it was going to be around like a, a you know the average movie comic book movie kind of drop like a 50% But 67 closer to 70 is like something that we would laugh at. That is crazy to me. Uh, My only my only thought, my only like recollection of this is maybe people caught on to the HBO Max and realized they didn't have to go. It was New Year's. so Everyone wanted to be home anyway. So I don't know. I really don't have any idea how it dropped so low, dropped so big. 
And it's so weird because once we start talking about a lot of these other films, a lot of movies actually went up this weekend. Um, so <laughs> Wonder Woman dropping that hard is even okay, more Sydney, shocking. I don't know. I What I am going to go with is I'm going to go with the fact that the HBO Max thing caught on with a lot of audiences is what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. it's what at least what I'm thinking is what happened. Oof. Yeah, I was not expecting a 67% drop, especially with such a small, you know, smaller numbers and everything. Because you usually see that on a huge, I mean, you don't even see that really on huge numbers, like I said, except right. for Batman v Superman, so. Yeah, right. So I don't, um, I, I, if I was the last big drop, that was probably because of the, the discourse and how much, you know, people not know yeah. critic reviews. And once this again, one had kinda, a similar kinda, one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's actually that, that's actually a good, a good point because uh, I I just don't know I I don't know how you go from from you know I, we we said fifteen percent last week it was good um you know but you of course with a movie like this you would just ex- expect so much more and of course that HBO Max kind of would would obviously throw any movie's box office off you know so I'm just yeah. very. Uh, this is very, it, it, it leaves me kind of worried about some of their other releases. Yeah, I mean, if if big films like this, comic book trusted films can't break through that HBO Max barrier, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what they have that can. And how do we know, how do we know what, how it's doing on HBO Max? We literally have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find out everywhere. It's... uh. I know they they I know last week it did open debuted really pretty like it still debuted as low as uh, low as uh lower than uh than Seoul like a lot lower than Seoul but um maybe we they they fast track that sequel so maybe it did really well on the app yeah um I think what that means is that the price is probably too high for people as far as the streaming sir I feel like a streaming service that hefty I mean, you got to really, you got to warrant it. And I think you have your competition that is like $6. I think they're raising it to seven, you know, later on this year. Uh, You have your competition that's like Disney is like the number one kind of source of media when it comes to like pop culture. And that one is, could have been as much as you, you, like HBO Max is, but it's significantly less. So I'm thinking like the, the price has something, definitely has something to do with um with just people how how people are flocking to these numbers yeah. i mean to these to these kind of show i mean movies and stuff like that yeah. so this definitely makes me feel very very worried for if wonder woman and i'm not saying it didn't pop off crazy but if wonder woman couldn't get like a like a, it couldn't pop off the way we all thought it was going to pop off as far as uh hbo max and theaters go then what happens to a lot of those smaller movies that comes that yeah. that's that's doing the same deal? Makes me very worried about those movies. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. So let's uh let's go to number two. What do we got? So coming in at number two is The Crudes A New Age, which is one of the films that did increase this weekend. It actually went up twenty-four point nine percent to make two point one eight million. It also rose from the number three spot to number two this weekend. But that does bring the sequel to The Crudes up to a new domestic total of $34.5 million and a worldwide total of $114.9 million. So apparently people went and saw 
other movies at the theaters this weekend because the crudes went up in its yeah, number. The, the crudes added a. This is a weird, a weird uh, kind of uh, fluctuation when it comes to the number two and the number three movie as far as increases and decreases. But uh, yeah, the crudes went up about twenty percent. Like I said, I think this was a smart movie to release in this kind of time. Uh, yeah. Because, of course, you're not going to see those crazy numbers, but I think it's very smart to release it in a time where you're going to get those kind of families who are going to go want to see something with their, you know, with each yeah. other as far as just to get just to get out of the house on New Year's. And no one's really doing a lot of people, at least I know people are, but a lot of people aren't really doing the parties and whatnot. So you kind of maybe want to go to the movies for that weekend. Yeah, especially so. New Year's weekend, the last weekend with your kids, maybe, before they go back. I don't know. But apparently families went out to the movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, and like I said, so comparing this to Wonder Woman 1984, my uh, my, my closest guess is just the uh, it's just the, the matter of the fact that you, I, I, I was able to watch it at home. And yeah. I don't have to go there, you know. So uh, very interesting to see uh, Cruz do so well. <laughs> Happy for Cruz, though. Your book has been doing pretty good. Yeah, and we we talked about it. and actually, uh, there was just an article recently about how animation has been has crept up to be one of the most profitable sectors of um, all of Hollywood. So I think this year really showcased that between the Crudes and Trolls, and there were a couple other smaller hits. But yeah, um, it's it's great. We talked about last week getting the, these two movies over a hundred million worldwide they both passed that this weekend so yay we have two more movies that at least made a hundred million dollars that were released in 2020 <laughs> with the crew right right and i think going back going back again i just think uh universal has been doing pretty well had did pretty well as far as yeah. the strategy of releasing that movie during its time trolls did really well so they seem to be, they seem to be hitting the right notes when it comes to uh when it comes to families and whatnot so yeah um, that's a pretty good that's 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 pretty good on their part um okay let's go to number three so coming in at number three is news of the world the new tom hanks civil war era film dropped 24.9 percent in its second week of release bringing in 1.69 million this weekend that brings the film's domestic box office up to 5.4 million and it does not have an international release so that is its total but it's like you said it swapped places with the crudes the crudes rose 24.9 and news of the world dropped 24.9 so it's a pretty weird and interesting <laughs> jump yeah. between those two films yeah that's why i was like oh, that's a really stiff. i've never <laughs> seen that before uh news of the world once again this is that movie that i was just i don't know never heard of it lately but uh uh hey uh no once again it's universal and and it's been it's been at the just for two weeks i think 1.6 in this time it's pretty good um yeah. about 1900 theaters uh yeah i think this is pretty good on their part yeah it's doing pretty well it's doing better than a lot of these other really small awardsy type of movies have done uh, well if you look at promising young woman down there um and with like we've talked about nearly no promotion like this movie just for a film starring tom hanks that they are still trying to mount an oscar run for it really has not gotten promo so i don't know uh, i don't know how people are finding out about it to go watch it but there it is <laughs> uh yeah i like like it was a movie i just 
just didn't hear about it. I don't know if the marketing was just, they just didn't want to market it too well, but uh, for a Tom Hanks movie, you would never thought about uh, Tom Hanks movie just kind of being so under the radar. Yeah. Uh, you know, unless it's like a streaming movie, which he's rarely he rarely does. But like even a, a smaller movie of his caliber, like like The Circle, kind of kind of it just it 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 sparked something. Yeah. You know, like this is this is I mean this is just flying under that radar. So it's very, <laughs> very intriguing to me. <laughs> we'll see with these kind of numbers and this kind of promo, it's definitely hurting its chances for nominations, though. So we better yeah, do something. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, I don't really see it as far as nom- noms go uh, with these numbers. I'm not. I'm not seeing anything crazy. But um, all right. Let's go to number four. What do we got? Number four is another film that actually went up this weekend, and that is Monster Hunter with 1.25 million. It actually raised 11 percent in its third week of release. But the new action video game movie is now up to 5.46 million domestic and 10.6 million worldwide. Have you played Monster Hunter? I've never played Monster Hunter. I don't even let me look it up cuz I don't even remember a Monster Hunter. It's an old game. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's not a video game adaptation. Is it a comic book? Let me see. I don't know. Monster... I thought it was an abs- adaptation of something, but I might just be completely off. Monster Hunter video game, yeah, it's a. Oh, it it's, is. Okay. It's like a. It's one of those RPGs kind oh. of. Oh, it's a new cut game coming out. Oh. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, two thousand four. Okay, so it's probably like a re oh, like a re release oh, okay. something like that. But no, I never played it. I yeah, there's been a, there's a bunch of them, honestly, honestly, because now I'm seeing <laughs> like twenty seventeen. I've never heard of not one of these games. So oh. there it goes. <laughs> Yeah, I I'm, I feel like they're like smaller kind okay. of RPG kind of games. Yeah, they have the same weapon that she's using in the movie. Uh, yeah, because I'm all about my video games. And I ain't never heard no Monster Hunter, so there's that. So you don't have any interest in this film? Uh, I think the I I heard a lot of people do the. You know, I'm what I'm. What makes me nervous is I'm seeing the thing that people. Oh my god, it's so much fun, and it's coming from the people who love like. The Fast and Furious and love like the Transformers, you know what I mean? And I said, okay, so it's not going to be for me. Uh, so <laughs> just I'll catch it on like a, I'll catch it on like a whenever, whenever it's out. On is it on VOD yet or anything? I'm not paying twenty bucks for it, but I'll Let's catch see, it on VOD. Screen gems, screen gems. They're not owned by Universal, are they? I don't think so. I think Scream Gems is Sony. Sony. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, then I don't know when it's coming out. But it has a reported budget of $60 million. Um, it, looks, it honestly looked like a lot more when I saw the trailers. Yeah, so, the I mean, a decent-sized budget, um, but they had to know at this point. Releasing it when they did, they they just knew they were going to take the loss, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's playing all through Boston. It's, uh, I don't yeah. know, I'm all set. And it's Mila, you know, Mila has just, she's with her, her like. With homeboy you know, again. All the Homeboy, Anderson. yeah. Who's Ooh. this guy? I thought, was the, I thought that was the, from the, from the, the, the uh, images on Google, I thought the guy who's playing opposite her was the freaking kid. Remember that kid they got for, uh, for Aquaman? I thought so it was him. Tony Jaa and then Diego Boneta. 
Yeah. Oh, Ron Perlman's in here? Uh, but mm. no, Paul W.S. Anderson here with another film with Mila Yokovich uh, again. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch it, so I was like, eh, no. But, um, okay, so... Another film you're so excited for, moving on up into the top five this weekend. Uh, we have five. Oh, my God. <laughs> they tell. It came mm. in at number five. Increasing 6.1% this weekend for 700,000, and that brings its total up to 3.09 million. So this film moved up while Promising Young Woman moved down, and Fatal jumped right on over it in its third week to get into the top five. Mm-hmm. Uh... That is sad. So we have Fatali. It just looks like a hot mess. I don't know what to do with that movie. Um, so I guess this is uh, whatever. I don't know. Y'all, why aren't you watching Promising Young Woman? That's what I want to know. What's going on with this? Like 660000 Granted, it only dropped 8.2%, but that's because it made so little. And because, I, I mean, very few movies. And they added 20 theaters. Yeah, very few. Only Wonder Woman, News of the World, and Promising Young Woman. Those are literally the only three movies who went down in the box office in the top 10. And then a lot of the the towards the end, a lot of the Christmas movies went down. Yeah, you're right. Because Freaky went up eight percent. Come play went up twenty six percent. Elf and the Polar Express, and that's because Christmas was over, so they started taking him out. But everything else, even Tenant, went up forty two (laughs) percent at the box office. Really? What's going on with Promising Young Woman? So it's just like I tell you, I um I think those indie the indie movies are doomed. These the indie movies are like doomed because is promising young woman was that considered indie? Yeah, it's I mean, yeah. I uh, listen okay. the indie. I get this is why I'm afraid, and this is why I was so mad when they did this HBO Max deal, Warner Bros. They're not the only studios that does indie, so I'm not gonna harp on that too much. But I what I've noticed from this new pandemic box office is that uh, cash. We were literally the only ones going to see indies. I mean, that's to say that that that's it. You know what I mean? So casuals are just not going to any of these indie movies and they're they are struggling. Like this is rough. And maybe a news of the world, I mean, can you call that it? no, because that's universal. But yeah, and that one, yeah, that one has rough. a bigger budget. It uh, like Pinocchio, and, I never heard anything about it. It's I in week never. two. But but two hundred and eighty four thousand. I don't know. It's just this is and these small studios like roadside attractions or well, one hundred and one. They start gold with that War of Grandpa just trucking along forever. But a lot of these little ones, they're just. I mean, they're gonna die. Like they they can't keep up. You know. Yeah, yeah. I'm roadside attractions is not gonna be able to keep up with their little Pinocchio film against anything at the box office or or compete against streaming Wonder Woman at your house or you can go watch Pinocchio at the theater you know like what <laughs> yeah it's really really that's just really it sucks you know um because this is what I've been seeing and it's not just this movie it's just what I've been seeing uh this entire kind of when since movies came back the indie movies have just not been popping off like i would hope so uh, uh promising a woman totals number is at 1.8 uh, domestic worldwide that's the total uh but then when you go, you look at look at a promising young woman and then look at a war for uh the war with grandpa 18 million dollars uh 
Yeah. And then you go to come play with nine million dollars or freaky with eight. Oh, I'm gonna get it. I'm not even gonna compare it at tenant, but like most hey, look, of these... hey, look, Elf Elf made two million dollars. Yeah. This is crazy. Stop. And most of those movies you just mentioned, they opened bigger than what Promising Young Woman has made altogether so far. So yeah, this is uh, this sucks. Uh, yeah, uh, maybe we'll see how the Oscar bumps happen. Because usually these little films, if they get those nominations, they usually see that bump in the in the box office. But this year, I mean, we'll see. We'll see if it's able to do it like usual. I don't know. And we saw the movie. And I, I think this, the um, the marketing made me upset as far as seeing the movie and see what it was. But I think the marketing, dangerous or not, has been smart because the marketing looks like a thriller, like a thriller kind of uh, murder thriller. You know what I mean? Like, cause yeah. they do the thing where she, she's looking, she's looking all like evil or something like that, and then they, they, they keep, they keep showing that shot of her writing in her notebook. But I think that I think that's smart marketing because that that just kind of that that just that I mean you're just bound to have intrigue when you see something like that like ooh like what are you doing to these men, um, yeah. but no one is going and I'm just look what I think it is is I just believe that audience like just casuals don't care about indies and it sucks but like yeah. those indie indies movies that would come out in the weekend you see like a a six million or a seven million those are either us or really big movie fans or just regular regular average ordinary cinephiles yeah. you know Oof. so this is a bummer for that movie yeah, but for um sure. uh, do we see anything else worth speaking about on the box office list as of today down here no i just i find it so interesting that so many things went up this weekend it's just what how how random <laughs> I just think it's so random that so many movies had an increase in their number. Yeah, yeah, the increase is very interesting. I'm just, I, I guess I'll just say, you know, um, probably from uh, from like a holiday weekend. We had two holiday weekends in a row, so I guess that was that did the movie theaters pretty good. So yeah, um, yeah. except Wonder Woman. <laughs> except Wonder Woman, sadly, but um, yeah. So let's go. Uh, let's go to. Uh, 2021. I I wanted to ask the question of uh, which uh movies will dominate the box office. But like I said, uh, if you if you could look through the future, uh, from us as far as a couple months ago, we thought is January okay? We'll all be settling down and getting back into the theaters. But uh, we said that in November, and we said it again in December, and now it's a new year. It's, <laughs> it's looking it's looking rough still for movies. Uh, but. As far as the movies coming out in 2021, Larry, which ones do you see kind of becoming bad boys for life? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, let's see. I think, I don't know. I think No Time to Die could still do okay uh, as long as that April. You know what? I'll go A Quiet Place, I think, still can do okay, too, because I don't think the budget on that is going to be, I don't think it's wild. Um, and I think there's still a place for that horror. Um, so maybe Black Widow. I don't know if Black. I don't know. It's so tough for me to predict on Black Widow, mm -hmm. Fast and Furious Nine. 
I think uh, when Fast does that come out, you know? Uh, May 28th. Fast and Furious 9, I think, because we're still seeing a lot of overseas numbers do well. Like, Wonder Woman is making a lot more overseas right now than it is here. Tenet did. So, I think that bodes well for the Fast and Furious 9 film. Probably, mm-hmm. they're making most of their money at this point overseas anyway. So, I'm sure. Uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong, I'm scared. Is gonna bomb uh, <laughs> <laughs> after what Kong or uh, what after the last Godzilla movies box office? I'm like, oh no. Yeah, of which I remember that episode. We were that both just befuddled. Stunned. befuddled. I, think lot, I think a lot of these old reboot sequels are not gonna perform well. Like I don't know like, about yeah, Ghostbusters like, and Top hey, Gun. Listen, Resident Evil, that new reboot, oh twelve million dollars. I'm sorry. I mean, this is. It's just, like, pro- you could prove me wrong, but like it just it does it. A lot of things has changed when it comes to box office and just audiences. I'm not sure why, but a lot of things have changed because reboots were the thing. They were reboots and reboots here and reboots there, and then once we hit like 2016, they just just stopped like you know like they were coming but nobody cared unless it was like a massive reboot that audiences really really had faith in like a perfect example was halloween you know i maybe that's a that's a good example as far as like having faith of who's behind it jamie lee curtis is back they told you they're retconning and come see this sequel to your favorite horror movie you know what i mean so maybe that kind of stuff really pushed that over the edge but when you go into like men in black and like a shaft and these other ones that are just not doing it like what's jackass 4 doing coming out like i don't know i mean it's just it's really really interesting what i'm seeing here is this accurate what Eternals and Spider-Man 3 coming out the same day? I don't think that. I think that's going to like. That is yeah, nice. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, because wait, wait, when Spider-Man, when, when do, what, what day do you have for Spider-Man there? November 5th. Can they push that to December? I'm just Didn't like, they? what? This is, uh, that's nuts. Um, I can't see Marvel think, letting that I happen. I think Spider-Man. I think Spider-Man. No, they won't. Cause I think, Sp- yeah, isn't Spider-Man this n- December the next month? Let me see. Spider-Man. I feel like Spider-Man is gonna get delayed anyway. Spider-Man three release date. Let's see. Yeah, Spider-Man three, December twenty, December seventeenth. Oh. oh, okay. So it did get moved. But, yeah, so it has some oof. Eternals has some has some time to grow before I'm thinking, that comes out. I still think West Side Story could do pretty good numbers. It's releasing right before Christmas, um, mm-hmm. so I think that could still do well. Uh, so a lot of these other ones, I'm like, hmm, I mean, maybe Halloween Kills. Um, Depends on where we are when it comes to the end. Yeah, so like Dune like and the end of the year. I'm like the, the beginning yeah. ones. The only one I could really see making a big move is quiet place honestly i don't even have faith in black widow right now i don't really have faith in no time to die yeah i don't need i don't either yeah i don't i don't either as far as that but going to the end of the year if you give me like a like a dune eternals and spider-man i guess it just depends on where we are obviously i don't see theaters packed to the brim for those which at least sucks for me for spider-man because like i feel like there's gonna be so many big reveals in that one 
Um, so I can see that I can, I honestly, I can see Spider-Man three getting delayed again, depending on where we are, just so they can have that appeal to for people to come out and feel safe to come out. So how how are you feeling about matrix four and its prospects? So in regular before a pandemic matrix four, once again, we go back into the reboots. Uh, I would give it, I would honestly give it no more than 35, 40. Yeah. No more than 35 or 40. Uh, now, if it comes out in the pandemic, when is that coming out? That is showing to release uh, on December 22nd. Oh, December? Okay, so it's going to have some competition with Spider-Man if that still comes out and a lot of other movies. So I'm going to go pandemic. No, pande- no pandemic, but people are still kind of scared. I'm going to go with like 25. Yeah. How about like yeah. the, what is that Snake Eyes GI Joe origin? Like yeah, nobody's seen that proved. A lot of this yeah. stuff I'm looking at for next year. I'm like, who, who asked for this? You know? Yeah, like, I know. Yeah, I don't see that popping off too. I know I'm saying that. The Hitman's wife's people. bodyguard. What in the world? Yeah, that's I'm when um, I know other people liked the first one. I did not. Um, yeah, I was. I didn't care. <laughs> We'll see. I think Illumination, or we've talked about animated sequels, but I feel like Minions is pretty solid for mm-hmm. Illumination. What, did you have you ever gotten a, a release date on that movie Connected that was through Sony? No, they just keep. Miller. <laughs> they just yeah. keep like pushing it. It was supposed to come out in October, and they it was right before it came out. It wasn't even that far before it came out. They pulled it off the schedule, and I haven't heard anything about it since. So. I don't know. I, I was really intrigued. Want to I yeah. want to see it too. And I right haven't now, heard anything. Right now it just says January 2021. And January I don't think it's happening. No, it's not happening. <laughs> That's a bummer because I think that would that would have that would have uh, before a pandemic. I feel like that would have hit with the audiences a lot. Yeah. Um, just because it just looks like a, it looks different, and I think I really like what Sony is doing as far as like these different takes on animation yeah. with like Spider Verse and then the, these big eyes characters right here <laughs> um, for this movie. Uh, yeah, I just I, I I like that approach, and these character models are so are so like intriguing to me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Space I, uh, Jam too. You you psyched for LeBron? No, I'm sorry. And and Space Jam was like one of the movies that I've connected to on a, on a, on another level because that was the movie that my dad always played for me when I was younger. <laughs> and I don't know about LeBron. I know people are excited, and I'm, I don't know. I like LeBron too. I'm not one of those LeBron haters. I just don't need a Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. You know. There's a um, lot. Don't breathe too, which I liked. Don't breathe a lot, but I liked it too. I'm hoping it's good. You them horror sequels, I always just gotta look at with the side eyes. So we'll see. It's plenty of good That's horror cool. movies that I'm like, oh god, like Sinister. Love the first, and then they just went completely off the rails. Terrible in the second. So I'm like, oh, the Purge, another Purge coming back. Yeah, I, do you think I, people I, will like or dislike the purge more now that we've lived through 2020? <laughs> do we want to see? Well, do we want to see it on the big screen after we all just survived? <laughs> I honestly feel like with Trump and how he's been doing, I feel like that was the next step. Was listen, I'm gonna do the purge now because I'm fucking tired I, of I, it. That's why I, everybody always be talking about it's too much. I'm like, no, I could see it, y'all. I, I wouldn't have put it past Trump to be like, you know what, we're gonna kill the poor people. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. And it's it's absolutely insane. 
Um, so yeah, let, yeah, that's good. But I'm I don't think what, it's what movie Shang Chi. That's July now. Shang Chi. Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. think it's gonna do good. Though. I don't know. I, I hope it What's does. These Marvel trailers though. What's up with these Marvel trailers? What's they going have on? all of these movies next year. Marvel has a ton of films. Like, I don't need a, I don't need a trailer for Black Widow, but Eternals, no, Shang Chi, we we're good. Something yeah. Spider Man. Spider Man. Where's that first look they promised? Yeah, they they're done. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I'm not understanding what's going on here. So I don't know. Um, I don't know. All right, have, everyone. They have Chloe at least talking about Eternals now. So I'm like, well, she's talking, but where's the yeah, trailer? So maybe, <laughs> maybe maybe that means something. I don't something. know. We'll see. We've, um, we talked right. about it though uh, on a different show that we think maybe they're waiting until Oscar time, hoping she gets that nomination so they can. Play yeah, I don't hear we're saying that. Like maybe like they they they're gonna Oscar wait. Oscar nominee. Yeah, so they can put that on the trailer. Oscar nominee Chloe Zhao. Yeah. Hey, that'll help. That'll definitely help. I, I guess Oscar kind of an Oscar name definitely does help and to I, an extent. And I think maybe they're just hoping it kind of shakes that um, stereotype they have that every one of their movies is the same. That's like the that's the Marvel thing now. Everybody's like, oh, they all look and feel exactly the same. So if they can put Oscar nominee up there for the director, I don't know. I don't know if casuals care. Casuals don't care. Uh, let's just be real. They don't care. Too, no, you know? <laughs> that's true. They don't. They really do. Unless no, it's Twitter like cares, a... but the casuals, they're not going to care about seeing Oscar nominee up there. But <laughs> this is what I've been saying about this whole thing, too. Like, um, I said this, I said this on the morning movie show as well when I was talking about the potential uh, two Batman thing, which they're doing, Michael Key. Which is what I don't know. Uh, oh, I love Michael Keaton. Very but... strange too, Michael yeah, Keaton. Like, I, I, like I love Michael Keaton. I really, really do. He's one of my favorite actors. But man's is man's is about to be seventy, and you tell me he's <laughs> the, like he's the uh, he's the Batman. I know. I'm not. I'm not riding with this. I don't know. We ain't vibing in 2021 with that kind of mess. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, everyone. With that being said. That is it for today's show. I uh, really appreciate you guys all for listening. Larry, as, as always, thank you thank you for joining me today. And um, why don't you let everyone know they can follow you. You can find me on YouTube as well as Instagram and Twitter, all at LC Screen Talk. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. And you can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And... As far as our schedule this week, everyone, uh, tomorrow we have Cinemania Live with myself and Hannah. Uh, Thursday we also have Cinemania Live. Friday we have the first episode of The Female Gaze. So get ready for all of that. And with that being said, everyone, thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That is Larry. We will talk to you guys next week on another box office beatdown show. We'll see what happens with Wonder Woman because it ain't looking good. Ooh. But um, <laughs> thank you guys for joining us once again. Uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>